Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and Welcome to another edition of Real Talk with Tanya White. 
It is our Outstanding Month theme. We're talking about moving from just being okay to becoming outstanding. And every time I try to cut that song off, y'all, but that is the jam. Charlie Wilson, the Gap Band, I have to let it ride out. But welcome once again. I am your host, Tanya White, and this is Real Talk with Tanya White, where every single show is uniquely designed with you in mind, and we want to change your no-I-can't attitude into yes, I can action. So again, once we say uh, all this month, October is our outstanding month theme, and that's what we're going to have. We're going to have terrific and timely topics to help you do just that. Now, last week we kicked it off with talking about being forsaken to being forsaken to becoming spiritually fit, and that show was hot. It was rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. We had three. Fantastic guest on. We had Essence best-selling author Vanessa uh, Miller. I always want to say Vanessa Williams. I know she gets that all the time, but she is the author of many best-selling books. But her new book is called Forsaken, and it's about a preacher who gets caught up in his own sinful desires, and it is hot. You need to pick that up. We also had Nancy Kaiser who talked about healing and transformation after divorce, and we had the charismatic. Kama Anku, life coach and author of Unleashing Your Breakthrough. Uh, if you missed that show, you can download it uh, uh, through our archives. And we also had a special edition show this past Monday, October 5th. We had Dr. Jamal uh, Bryant, pastor of Empowerment Temple, on. He was talking about his upcoming release that's going to be released in January called World War Me. That was, um, y'all, if y'all can believe it, I was so nervous. And so, like, and just what he said was so powerful and confirming. So if you missed that show, you can download that also. Both those shows, in our, uh, we've had two so far, and they're being rated R for being real relevant and refreshing. But tonight we're talking about how to stand out in any crowd, and you are in for an incredible and outstanding treat tonight. We have two guests, Layman Hicks, 22-year-old motivational Phenom in the making and author of the treasure, a treasure chest of motivation. Y'all, I can't talk tonight. It's been a long week, so bear with me. Um, and he's going to talk about how to stand out in any crowd uh, as young adults and what parents can do to help their children become successful at any age and stage in life. And, of course, when we talk about standing out in any crowd, I had to invite the outstanding, incredible, and dynamic Danielle Jervy. She is a radio host of An Incredible Moment with Danielle and author of many, many books, but she has a book out called Maximizing the Incredible You, How to Stand Out in Any Crowd. So she's going to join us later on in the show, do some on-air coaching uh, and talk about how you can stand out in any crowd. Uh, but before we bring on this 22-year-old phenom who I see is on the line, I want um, to invite you to become one of our sponsors, you all. We do a lot of aggressive, strategic, and just results-oriented marketing here at Real Talk with Tanya White. And we have three, uh, four fantastic levels to meet your budget and your pocketbook. And I want you all to know, in just 10 months, we've only been on the air 10 months, and we already have over 10,000 downloaded listens of our shows. Our page views have generated 15,000 page views in just 10 months, y'all. So people are coming, they're listening, they're watching, and they're going to our, our partners' pages. So if you would like to become a partner, you're saying, I don't have that money. Yes, you do. Just visit TanyaWhite.com. 
Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color.com. We have four levels. I guarantee you uh, one of those levels will fit your budget, and you will see results uh, to your website, to your book sales, CD sales, whatever it is. Or you can call me at 502-836-9760. Email me at realtalk at tanyawhite.com. I'm telling you, partnering with, partnering with Real Talk with Tanya White is going to just increase your uh, marketing and promotions plan. And also, while you're visiting tanyawhite.com, get one of my fantastic books. I have a new book out now called The 99 Mills, Who Make Your Life a Living Hell?, and let me tell you, I've been getting great feedback from men and women all over the world. I have been at the post office almost every day since it released on September 29th, sending copies out to people who have ordered, sending them more copies to Amazon. Let me tell you, y'all, it's hot. It's rated R, again, for being real relevant and refreshing. So go to TanyaWhite.com. If you don't have any 99 mails in your life who make your life a living hell, maybe you're in a relationship rerun or are you dealing with a difficult woman? I have all those books. You can get them. Help a sister out. If you order directly from TanyaWhite.com, I will personally autograph them for you and send a free gift. And while you're on the site, sign up for my free motivational newsletter called Tanya's Tips. It gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. And today's issue um, was entitled, It's Not Easy Being Green, Y'all. Talking about Kermit the Frog and what we learned from him. So, um, just go visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color.com. And also, if you order a book during October, uh, 20% of our proceeds will be donated to Rhonda's Another Chance, a transition house in Louisville, Kentucky, who houses women uh, who have been car- been incarcerated, been victims of domestic violence and other issues. It is a great uh, transition home um, and Mona Page is doing wonderful things. If you're a Facebook friend, we have Facebook free gift Fridays, so you can order the book on TanyaWhite.com. I'm telling you all, uh, the book is great, and I love it from the cover to the content, and it is hot. So, again, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about tonight how to stand out in any crowd, and we are ready, set to bring on our first guest, Layman Hicks. Um, he has been on him before. Actually, he kicked off our uh, debut show in January, um, and I forgot what we was talking about, but he was phenomenal, and you're going to see why. Uh, he is the author of A Treasure Chest of Motivation. Since then, he has graduated from Florida State University and has re-enrolled in graduate school, and he is doing phenomenal things, you all. I'm going to bring him on, and he's going to tell us how he continues to stand out in any crowd. So welcome once again to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, Layman Hicks. Hey, Layman, how are you? Hey, Tanya, how are you? I'm fantastic today. Thank you for being on the show. Of course, of course. You know, I always enjoy being here and sharing with your listeners and most importantly having an opportunity to converse with you and, you know, just see how you're doing and catching up with you. Listen, Layman, you're doing big things, man. Before we get into our questions, I want you to tell our audience who you are in your own words. 
look, I'm 22 years young, um, and I don't have this thing called life all figured out. But what I do know is that I've been through a lot of obstacles. I've had some adversities within my life, and I've been able to maneuver the system and get to where I want it to be. Um, I found out, you know, that I do have a lot of um, power within myself. I have the ability and the potential to do all the things that I want to do, and I've done that. I've authored a book, as you mentioned. Um, I've served as a student body president at Florida State University, managing a budget of $10.3 million. Um, I've had the opportunity to just really see another side of things that a lot of people usually don't see, going around being able to speak and inspire our youth today, and really serving in the capacity of a mentor to so many students. So. Um, that's me in a nutshell. I mean, I'm just an ordinary guy doing extraordinary things. Hey, Layman, I want you to take a big breath and slow down because we have to hear the powerful nuggets that you're going to share tonight, okay? All righty. Don't be nervous. It's just me and you talking on the phone, okay? Okay. All those listeners listening. Now, Layman, you are a graduate student, 22 years young, as you call it yourself. Just graduated. What was your uh, bachelor's degree in? Well, I did my bachelor's degree in criminology. Um, mm. As I, I had a, I thought I was going to do something with criminal law. Um, it was something that I really, really was passionate about. Um, still, am passionate about doing something with law, uh, not necessarily practicing law, but understanding the the mind of a criminal. And mm-hmm. um, in high school, I had a lot of practical. Uh, law and criminal justice experience, but I wanted some theory to it. And Florida State offered me the opportunity to uh, go to one of the premier criminal justice uh, colleges, and I did that and got the opportunity to really understand the theories behind, you know, why do people commit crime? And for me, it really was an excellent opportunity to learn um, the the reason why people commit crime and the hot spots and all that information that wow. fit into a criminal justice. So That sounds fascinating. So uh, you're probably into all the CI, CSI. and uh, Yeah, know. a lot of the, not necessarily CSI, but like 24 with Jack mm-hmm. Barr, that's my show right there. Wow. Now, you know, that brings up the good point because society has done a great job in glorifying the negative examples of young people, especially African-American right. males. And mm-hmm. it's refreshing to hear that you are, in college, you graduated back in graduate school, you studied criminology. So what steps, because we we know all the stereotypes um, about young African-American males, young African-American girls, how did, how did you determine not to live up to those negative stereotypes and pursue another path and carve out your own destiny? What well, I think it's important to note that I did live those stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I think one of the things within the African-American society is that we really don't understand what a need for achievement is. And our need for achievement could be, you know, the, the amount of pair of shoes that we have, uh, how many Jordans do we have, what, what type of rims do we have on our car, uh, how many goals do we have in our mouth, the fact that we can wear our pants down low. And I see that so much, and even when I was going through middle school during that time where I realized, you know, hey, I really don't want to take this path down, you know, take the road that I'm taking right now, wearing my pants down low, cursing all the time, and not really doing what I want to do. Um, So 
for me, I realized so so young, and I'm so glad that I did have the opportunity to realize at an early age that I needed to remove myself from the situation. And as I share in my stories and I share in my book that I, when I realized this, I decided to leave everything that I knew behind and go to a high school that was an hour and 30 minutes away from where I lived. And I would wake up every morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, catch two buses just to get to high school because I wanted something completely different. Um, so, you know, these stereotypes out there and, you know, how do you avoid these negative stereotypes? Well, because I once lived them, I think that one of the things is that you must be completely honest with yourself. I think you have to be completely honest with yourself, and you have to surround yourself with positive people. Well, I wasn't doing those things. I wasn't honest with myself. I wasn't surrounding myself with positive individuals. And then when I was able to break free of that mentality that everyone else had, I really started seeing a change in my life. I started seeing that, you know, I was able to set myself for set myself up for success. I had a lot of people that was depositing wisdom into my life. I started noticing that I was being offered opportunities that I wasn't being offered before. And wow. what what really, what really transpired is, again, you know, the honesty and being honest with yourself and then allowing other individuals to be honest with you and not always turning a deaf ear to people. You know, some people tell you things just because they want you to grow, but there are also people out there who tell you things just to tell you for the sake of them and they, and they don't want you to grow. And you have to be able to decipher, you know, who's there to help you and who's there to hinder you. Um, I now, talk about it in my book. No, go ahead. Now, you are 22 years old. How did you glean all that wisdom? It took me over 30 years to get that life lesson. Where did you, at such a young age, decide, okay, I'm living, first of all, I'm living out stereotypes, and then secondly, that I needed to change them. Thirdly, I needed to get into a new environment. Was it your family that played a part in that, or just was it personal uh motivation how did you at that young age i'm telling you because most individuals it takes uh longer <laughs> than right, 20 right. years to get that those life lessons and the aha moment i think it was both i think you know i had the family component um i was raised by a lot of women most of the most of the people that um within my family at such a young age i had to endure the three one of the or not one but three closest women to me my mother my grandmother and one of my closest aunts they all had to endure divorces being because they were cheated on and i saw that at such a young age so i noticed that i was shielding pain i was shielding you know the the fact that i was being hurt or by seeing all of this stuff going on at home i was shielding that by being you know trying to be funny and by trying to fit in with the crowd but then i realized something i realized that I, there was more to me you know i had goals i had dreams and I, I felt like I wasn't accomplishing those things. So I had one of my aunts who was a teacher. Um, she, her and I are really, really close, and she continued to inspire and motivate me. But then that personal motivation, and that for me was, I, I really believe, is what hit it. Um, I was personally motivated. You know, I had the motivation to do so much, but I felt like I wasn't able to because of the environment that I was in. So I needed to find my way out, and my way out was going to another high school. So. Wow, just awesome. And uh, if you just joined us, we're talking to Layman Hicks, uh, Florida State graduate student, 22 years young, with just embodied with wisdom. Layman, give out your contact information for those who are listening right now. Well, you can reach me by going to my website at laymanhicks.com. That's L-A-Y-M-O-N. 
H-I-C-K-S.com, or you can hit me up through email at layman at laymanhicks.com. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. I'm into all the social media networking sites to connect with people, to learn, and to grow from people as well as always, and also help others learn and grow as well. So uh, I'm out there, love to hear from you all, and just to chat about, you know, where you're trying to go and how I can help you get there. Yes. Now, Layman, you said you had a good family support system, and as you know, we're in a generation now, and you brought up a good point when you talked about uh, that we are not into achievement as African Americans, because at one time we were, education was our our way to freedom, our way to a better life. It was valued more than it is today. What can you tell that young person who does not have uh, the family support systems, Uh, they have parents, uh, in the home that mediocrity is okay. Uh, right. I don't want you to achieve anything else. You're not, you know, you're not even going to, why are you trying? You're not going to do it. Right. What would you say to that young person who has the passion, who has the motivation, but doesn't have the support system? Well, that's so powerful because just because you're not receiving that support from home does not mean that you cannot receive that support at all. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there who are willing to give you that support that you need. Um, I mean, I, I think about the situation that happened in Chicago a couple of weeks ago where the young man was killed, and I feel like if there were, um, you know, these young men had mentors, people that were, you know, there to encourage them, to empower them, to allow them to be all that they were born to be, to, to help, you know, help set them up on the level to where they can achieve success, then maybe these young guys weren't out, wouldn't be out there shooting or um, doing the things that they're doing. So I think that a lot of times it starts where you as an individual must recognize within yourself that you know you have this gift and there's something that you want to do more. And if you're not receiving that support, find people. You may find an instructor at your school who you can connect with, find friends or individuals who are like-minded like you and are trying to go somewhere like you are, and y'all, you surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with people who have goals, who have ambitions, and then you all go go up to you know greatness together. You create greatness together. And just really, I think for young people, they have to realize that just because one person doesn't provide you with the support that you need does not mean that no one else is going to provide you, provide you with that support. So I think that um, again, the the most important thing here is that you find individuals who are going to help you, and there are people out there. It's just a matter of finding them and searching for them. Yes. Now I want to talk to the person who it has those those dreams and passions, um, but they they might be doubting themselves uh, right. because they are surrounded in muck and mediocrity, or uh, and what they're thinking. They may thinking that you know, why am I dreaming this? You know, that they're confused. Maybe they're confused about mm-hmm. where they want to be and they're stuck in their situation. Right. Outside of everything you just said, how can somebody develop that confidence? Yes, I can be successful, um, like when they're stuck right in that rut. Uh, because sometimes we have, and I've been through this as an adult, I have these big dreams. And because it's foreign to my environment, mm-hmm. I start doubting myself or saying, okay, this is crazy. You know, maybe maybe I shouldn't even be pursuing this. And I have all the support systems. I know how to, you know, uh, go out and, you know, get the encouragement. But sometimes I sabotage myself. How can 
a young person overcome those, take those steps to overcome the self-sabotage or thinking that they're crazy or confused about their dreams and their passions? Well, I mean, it's important that in this time and age we understand that there are so many people out there who are successful. And if we look at someone else's success, that does not mean that we have to get bogged down and say, you know what, that's just somebody who had the opportunity to get out of the system and uh, make a way for themselves. And when you are successful as an individual, you need to celebrate your success. Yeah. You know, one of my mentors say, you know, go to the store, go to the party city, get you some confetti and walk through your own party if you have mm-hmm. to have that for yourself. And it's while it sounds crazy, but you may just have to do something like that to really realize that you are a successful individual within. And regardless of what people have told you before, you know, you must celebrate your success. I mean, in my classes right now, we're talking about the fact that success breeds success. And once you realize that, you know, you've had a successful moment in your life, I think that that is what instills that confidence. That's what builds that confidence of, okay, you know, I was able to accomplish this. It, it, could, it could be something as small as, for, well, it's not small to some people, but it can be something simple as, you know, making an A on a test. And once, you you know, you realize, hey, I made an A this time, that I, I could probably make an A again, um, you know, your confidence level is boosted a little bit. You have to take and culminate all the times that you've been successful. And you say, you know, I've done this one time. I know I can do it again. I've done it this one time. I know I can do it again and again. And I mean, just today I was talking to somebody who shared the same thing. She wants to be a surgeon, but there are so many people that are telling her, girl, that's too much school. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really do that. And I, and I said to her, what you have to do is you, you have to realize that these people are there telling you this. And once you realize that, which takes honesty, once you realize that, you must start relieving those people of whatever it is that they are doing. So, you know, if you spend five hours a week with these people who are telling you, girl, you can't do that, maybe start spending an hour with them to give yourself less time to be around them. And wow. then once you get comfortable enough, replace those people. Replace those people with people that are going to encourage you, support you through whatever it is. And once you do that, look for that reward because the reward will be right around the corner because now you set yourself up and put yourself in a position where greatness is going to come. So, you know, that to me, where we are and what we're doing is completely about being honest with ourselves and surrounding ourselves with the right people. And that's the message that young people need to understand. It's about surrounding yourself with the right people. With the right. I love you said replace those people. Replace them. You got to replace them, layman. Listen, if you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking about how you can stand out in any crowd, and we're specifically talking to the young people right now, and we have Layman Hicks, Florida State University graduate student. Layman, we're going to take a brief break. I'm going to let you catch your breath, and then when I come back, when we come back, I want you to talk uh, about some points from your book, A Treasure Chest of Motivation, and how you are carving out a niche and uh, standing out in the motivational arena uh, and you got some masters of motivations who are who are sending you accolades, and I want to talk more about that, okay? All right. We're going to take a brief break, play some music, and then we'll be back in about three and a half minutes. Yeah. Blue three in the morning on the west side highway, yeah. top down, baby. Motivation for me. Blueprint, telling me what I could not be. Oh, well. Special dedication. Hey. 
uh, gentleman on the phone, Layman Hicks. He is dropping some knowledge for young, old, everybody. Uh, Layman, are you there? I am. All right. You're getting great reviews in the chat, dropping knowledge. Now, I want to talk about, uh, first of all, your book, Treasure Chest of Motivation. Uh, Mm -hmm. What inspired you to write a book at this young age? Well, uh, it was a goal, and mm-hmm. um, for me, I wanted to write this book and show young people that whatever your mind is set on, you can make it, a, you know, make it happen, even at a young age. And I knocked this book out in two weeks because I was really that determined to do it. Um, did you say two weeks? Yeah, I did. <laughs> two wow. weeks. Wow, two weeks, you guys. It is possible to write it a book in two weeks. It is very much possible. Um but then also, you know, this, the, if I talk about this in the book, I started a community service project where I had about 27 students help me uh, mentor and tutor 150 second and third grade students. And what we noticed was that they were lacking a little motivation. They were lacking some inspiration, and there were some issues going home, going on at home. And but really, what they just needed was a personal cheerleader, someone to be there to you know encourage them to be all that they can, to encourage them that they would get the A on their spelling test, to encourage them that they could spell, um, to encourage them that they were able to do the mathematical problems that were being assigned to them. And I realized, you know. Even at such a young age, even when I was in middle school, there are people there, and we'll talk about this later, I'm sure, but some of the chapter titles and some of the content that I put in the book was just so key that I felt like young kids needed to know that information earlier than they do um, as is. So, Wow, yes. It's never too early to learn right. Uh, right. information. Now, like I said, you are a phenom in the making. You have the accolades and the attention of some of the powerhouses in motivation, such as George Frazier, Fran Harris, uh, Delatorio McNeil. Uh, People are really uh, attentive to what you're doing and listening to what you say. How did you get in those arenas? You know, that's unprecedented to me. Uh, Not many people at your age are getting the opportunity to talk and even impress these powerhouses, how did that happen? How did they fall in your path? Well, I think, you know, one of the messages that I talk about all the time is that you have to get up, get out, and go get it, that you have to have okay, this. slow down, Lamey. Say that one more time. I'm trying to write that. Get up. Get up, get out, and go get it. Get out. You look at Les Brown. Um, he says you got to be hungry, and it's true. You have to be hungry, and at a young age, you know, I was hungry. And mm-hmm. currently, I still am hungry. You know, I'm hungry for success. I'm hungry for the opportunity to uh, really put myself out there, to inspire, to motivate. And what I did was I noticed these pivotal players within the motivational arena, within you know people who are authoring books. I mean, it's one of the ways you are not connected. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. When you talk about how to stand out from the crowd, that is one of the ways to do that. You know, what – what the best are doing better than everyone else is that they're being hungry, that they're mm-hmm. out there, you know, they're working their craft, they're, you know, building on their dreams, they're accomplishing their goals, and a lot of people are just sitting waiting idly for the opportunity to come. Well, people that are hungry, you know, they seize the moment. They go out there and seize the opportunity. And I think what I was able to show a lot of these powerhouses is that, look, I'm young, 
but I have that drive and that, and that drive in me. And mm-hmm. if you can help me, you know, we're we're going to help each other. So um, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. grateful for a lot of the opportunities that I've been given to, you know, learn to grow um, just by the wisdom that I've learned from all of these powerhouses. Listen, you you are you're you're a powerhouse already. And you're going to be even greater. And I tell myself all the time when people say, oh, tell you, you do, I'm never satisfied with where I am because I always know that I can be even better. And I like what you said. You said you got to get up, get out, and go get it and stay hungry. And stay hungry. Stay hungry and humble and know that you have not arrived. And I think that's another uh, essential key that uh, successful people keep in mind that you're never you never have arrived if you right. have you you know you'd be in a grave because you your journey is complete you know exactly exactly so you was gonna say something else i'm sorry no i was I was just saying exactly you're you're, okay. you're absolutely right now listen layman i want to talk about this great book and i have it and it's now available on amazon am i correct it is a treasure chest of motivation eight jewels i forgot to write it down give me the subtitle Eight Jewels of Wisdom for a Young Adult Success. I mean, we, we came up with the concept of a treasure chest, and what you find in a treasure chest is typically, you know, jewels and stones. And um, when I thought about this, I thought about, you know, you look at one of the things you find about precious gems is that they may be in the oyster clam, and you have to continue to keep opening them until you find the ones that you want. Where well, I found those eight principles out of all the other principles, and I thought that those were the most key principles for a young adult right now to learn, and we put them in the book. So um, there you are. you got the eight jewels to enhance your life for the better. Yes, I want to talk about a couple of those jewels. You uh, One uh, point you make uh, is to build a personal library, and right. right now in this society, nobody likes to read much anymore, Layman. Uh, exactly. You know, when I talk, when I encourage clients or tell people, you know, you got to read. I hear this question all the time: How long is the book? And I'm thinking, what difference <laughs> does that make? So, why did you put that in there as an, uh, a jewel, a wisdom to build a personal library? Well, I mean, a library doesn't mean in coming in the form of the books. And today I was talking to a group of students, and I said, you know, there may be movies out there which inspire you, and that builds your personal development. I mean, I look at some of the movies for myself. Remember the Titans. Uh, there's a movie called Facing the Giants, which is the most remarkable movie ever. I encourage you to go out and get that movie, Facing the Giants. Um, then you look at Coach Carter. Um, you look at The Lion King. Um, even there are audio books that are out there. There's audio, even some of some of the music today. You you can take wisdom from it. You know, I really don't listen to much rap, but there's a song right now where I think the course says something about you know I just want to be successful. Um, you want the money in the cars, but I want to be successful. And every time I hear that song, I I bolt the chorus because it's so powerful. You know, I have to reaffirm for myself that yes, I do want to be successful and when you talk about books you know you you may find that there's only a chapter in the book that really applies to your life well find, get that book read that chapter and if you don't feel like anything else is there for you don't worry about it but keep immersing yourself in in material that's going to uplift you material that's going to you know encourage you and inspire you to go out and do what you want to do um, you know I'm not telling students to go out there and read 
two or three books every week or, you know, find so many books, but read at least one book a month or, you know, find a book that you, it, it inspires you and, you know, flip through it, skim through it, pick up some good information from it, and then apply that information to your life. I think that's the biggest part is that this personal development library um, is information that you can apply to your life. Uh, my mentor, Delatore McNeil, says knowledge is not power. It's the applied knowledge that is power. And if you can find information then you apply can definitely uh, yeah, apply the knowledge. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. That's what the personal development library is for. It's for you to apply the knowledge that you learned from the movies, from the CDs, from the books, and then you can be better than what you were before. All right, and I think you hit on about seizing the opportunity when you said get up, get out, and go get it. But I want to talk about, this is my favorite chapter of the book, and I've, I've told you about that, neutral, neutralizing the weapons of mass distraction. Yeah. thought that was so genius, Layman. <laughs> Talk about that because that is one of those jewels that I had to learn. I didn't learn it until I was over 30. But mm-hmm. talk about neutralizing the weapons of mass distraction so that you can stand out and become outstanding, uh, outstanding individual. Well, you, you talk about mass distraction. We look at the weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. and that's where I got that concept from. And for me, mass distraction are those people that are holding you back. You know, um, the people that, like we talked about earlier, the girl who wants to be a surgeon, but there are people telling her that, you know, you can't do it because it's too much schooling. And though that's a distraction from whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. We talk about, you know, even within our own life, self-doubt and the fear, which I believe fear is just false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not there. But we make it seem like, you know, we're going to, that it is there. So we stop ourselves from doing whatever it is, you know, our environment. All of these are distractions. And in the neutralizing the weapons of mass distraction, we talk about the strategies, you know, to, again, like as I said before, if you realize these distractions, once you realize these distractions, then you relieve slowly by slowly and you start giving, you know, stop hanging around these people. Um, then you replace these people with positive people in your life. If it's yourself, you know, you have self-doubt, again, replace, you know, put yourself in an environment where there are people who are building your confidence, people that are supporting you, people that are infusing wisdom into your life. Um, Immerse yourself in books. Immerse yourself in audios. um, Listen to, you know, stuff that's going to help you feel encouraged, feel empowered, and feel confident. And as you do that, the distractions that were once there will slowly start to fade away. Um, so, you know, that's, as you said, it is a powerful chapter. I think yeah. it's the last chapter in the book, and I wanted to really leave the reader with something very powerful. We started out with something very powerful, and we ended on a great note. You, and that you did, and, and that neutralizing those weapons of mass distraction, Layman, it's some, it takes courage to do that, and it right. takes you really wanting to be outstanding and stand out and become the person that you're destined to become to do that. Because like you said, it's, you know, I like what you said is limit uh, your, you know, your interaction. And then mm-hmm. when you're comfortable, I love that, when you're comfortable, you know, just eliminate it altogether. Um, right. Just fade it back, fade it back. Because when you look at your life, I have a philosophy, it's about 95% of our unrealized potential is not because we're not prepared already, it's because right. of people we're hanging around. 
And uh, right. when when we stop hanging around those people, if you are the smartest person in your group, I think I heard this on Danielle's show uh, and before, then you need some new circle of friends because mm-hmm. nobody in your circle is going to challenge you if they're looking to you, if you're the person that they look to for everything. You need yep. to expand your circle um, you do. of influence. Now, Layman, our time has quickly come to an end. I want to thank you for being on the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Of course. Well, thank you for having me. As always, you know, I enjoy being on the show um, and the opportunity to connect once again. So, Yes, I want you, first of all, give out your contact information because we want everybody out there who's listening and who is a host, when you talk about motivation, when you're talking about topics about young people, success, you need to book Layman Hicks. Give them your contact information on how they can book our, you for a guest, as a guest or even a, a event speaker. All right. Our number is 877-529-6660. That's 877-529-6660. Um, website is laymanhicks.com. That's L-A-Y-M-O-N-H-I-C-K-S.com. And you can reach me by email at layman at laymanhicks.com. Or Twitter, Facebook, you know, MySpace. And we're we're on all those sites to connect, to learn, and to grow. Yes, and you don't you send out uh, inspirationals on Facebook? I think I get those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what we do is our our status updates. You know, every Monday I try to send some status updates, or even when you know wherever I am, if I find something that's inspiring, I try to tweet about it and it automatically update my Facebook as well. So wow. Now, last nuggets of wisdom. I want you to give one nugget of wisdom for the young people out there, and then for their parents, uh, because uh, I think when you work together as a family, you mm-hmm. get uh, get so much further. Uh, it's already obstacles in life, and you don't need your family to be an obstacle. So give one nugget of wisdom and for the parents and the young people on how they can uh, start standing out, becoming outstanding instead of just settling for just being okay and for the norm. Well, the first for our young people is you must be hungry. Um, you have to be hungry, and you, you know we can't accept anything less than being hungry, and that's what is really separating the best people right now. You look at Oprah Winfrey, Tiger Woods, all these great individuals from everybody else is that they're hungry. And then for the parents is that we must support, um, and not just by showing up to their football games, but, you know, supporting them within their academics. We must support our young people. We must, you know, find mentors for them, um, and we must really encourage them uh, to be all that they want to be. Um, don't stifle their dreams, but encourage their dreams. So, Wow. You have been wonderful. Continued success. And look, I'm going to uh, look to have you on the show at the top of the year so you can give all us right. some nuggets of wisdom for 2010. All uh, right? Thank you. All right. Thank you. I'll follow up with you later. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we just finished a wonderful in- interview with Layman Hicks a 22-year-old, I call him the motivational phenom. Uh, He is the author of A Treasure Chest of Motivation. It's a very powerful pocketbook. You can finish it, I believe, in an hour, uh, hour and a half tops. I encourage every uh, parent, every young person to get this book. Uh, It will bless your life. It blessed my life. I read it when I was getting a, a pedicure. I finished it. And during my pedicure appointment, that's because I love to read. But get his book, 
Layman said something, get up, get out, and go get it. you got to be hungry if you want to stand out and become outstanding. As our theme says, listen, we've had a wonderful first show. We're getting ready for the incredible one herself, and you know the dynamic Danielle Jervy is going to just get us hyped up and just want to make us become even greater than we aspire to be. But before that, we're going to take a brief break, catch your breath. I want to encourage everyone right now to go to TanyaWhite.com, get my brand-new book, The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. Sign up for Tanya's tips. Become a sponsor of the Real Talk with Tanya White show. We would love to have you. We have four fantastic levels to meet your pocketbook, your budget. Listen, you all, we've only been on the air 10 months, and we already have 10,000 downloaded listens and 15,000 page views. That is phenomenal to me uh, because we want to stand out. We're trying to be outstanding as we talk about. Listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to play Danielle's theme music. I love this song. And then we're going to come back and be set Get to get up, go out, and what did Layman say? Let me get it right. Get up, get out, and go get it. We'll be back in about three minutes, y'all.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Tanya White. Y'all, we're trying to become outstanding. You never know. We go from Jay-Z to Mary Mary because we're diverse like that. All of it is inspirational, motivational. But listen, we had a great first interview with Lehman Hicks. He dropped some knowledge on how young people and parents can help uh, young young adults become successful at any stage and age. He left a powerful tip that I wrote down. He said, you got to get up, get out, and go get it. Be hungry. That is what I take from Lehman. Listen, you all, we have the incredible one herself. I love that song. It's a theme song to her show, The Incredible Moment with Danielle. And when I thought about this uh, topic, Outstanding October, I had to ask her to be on because she continues to stand out in every facet of her life. She's energetic, vivacious, and magnetic with her writing, with her coaching, with her motivational speaking. You're going to know why. If you never heard her, listen, you're going to hear her right now, and you're not going to forget her. But welcome once again to the Real Talk with Tanya White Show, Miss Darnielle Jervy. Hello, Darnielle. How are you? I am incredible, Tanya. Thank you so much. Listen, thank you for being on the show, girl. You know, it's always a pleasure. Listen, we just had a great interview with Layman Hicks, and we're ready to hear some incredible, dynamic tips from Danielle Jervy. But before we get started, you know, I always like to ask everybody, tell us who you are in your own words. I am driven, determined, and striving for the best. I'm a woman on the move. I'm a sister of success. I am favored by God to empower people's lives simply by allowing him to be my guide as I dream so big that only he can make it happen and keeping him first is my most valuable weapon. I'm stepping out on faith. I'm always dressed to the T and I'm attracting big thinkers with abundance mentality. I'm expanding my vision beyond what I can see because mediocrity has been removed from my vocabulary. I sit before you and I am destined to excel. I am powerful. I am poised. And my name is Darnielle. Wow. Listen, y'all, she is dynamic and destined (laughs) to excel. You need to put that to some music so we can bop to it. (laughs) Of course you know I have it to music. You know I do. Huh? (laughs) I said, of course you know I have it to music. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. You got to send that to me so next time you're on her, we can play it. Oh, that sounds good to me. Listen. I want you to briefly to describe your journey. You are author, a radio host, a life coach, a motivational speaker, a businesswoman. You're doing great things in Delaware. Uh, but I want you to describe your journey to becoming all these outstanding things that we experience right now, the Darnell we experience right now. Tell us how you got there. Wow. Um, hmm. The best way to describe my journey is to say that from the time that I was born, it was placed in my heart to realize that I was here to do something big. I remember being six years old and having a conversation with my mother, asking her why she gave me the name that she gave me. There's not very many people in this world with my name. And I remember very clearly that she said to me, you were given the name because I wanted you to know that you would, in fact, stand out. And God showed me that you would do something amazing in this world one day. And so my name means the secret place where dreamers go to dream. Mm. Not an accident. And it, it started there and you know, throughout, throughout my childhood. I have seven brothers and sisters, and I'm the 
only high school graduate. I'm the only, of course, have an undergraduate degree. I have an MBA. And I chose the road less traveled that Robert Frost talks about in that poem. Mm -hmm. I didn't take the route that everyone else took. And that road led me to corporate America where inside of three years from being a representative answering the phones, I became a vice president. Mm Mm-hmm. After that 12-year career, I woke up one day and said, I want to do something different. And so I stepped out and I started my entrepreneurial journey in Mary Kay Cosmetics and went to the top, was number one in the state of Delaware, got a couple of pink Cadillacs and some diamonds. And then about two and a half years ago, I started Incredible One Enterprises because I realized that no matter where I had been in my life, I was an MC. I had the ability to move the crowd and to take mm-hmm. people where they were to where they wanted to be in their life. And and I've capitalized on that strength with my background in marketing to become Miss Incredible, the woman that people get to experience today. Wow. Wonderful. Now, you're outstanding. Uh, and most outstanding people have to overcome and fight through outstanding obstacles and issues, whether it be personal, relationship issues, uh, professional issues. What obstacles uh, did you have to decide to overcome and not become a victim but uh, victorious over those issues? Just give a a couple because some people look at successful people and say, you know, they're successful because they never uh, went through anything major in their life or they've always been successful or they have a great family or, you know, they they don't have anything to stop them. But that is so untrue. I tell people all the time, if you only knew – my real story, if I had time to tell you where I've been and where I've gone, you would be amazed. But so can you share some of the obstacles that you had to decide? Because I think it's a choice to decide Absolutely. to overcome those things. I agree 100%. It is certainly a choice. And, you know, my first book, If You Understood My Past, you would understand my praise really chronicles a lot of things. But I'll give you a couple of quick highlights. I was born to crack addict parents mm. and Six months into my mom's pregnancy, she almost lost me. The doctors told her there was no way I would survive. Three years after that, I had a rare case of spiral meningitis. And after nine months in the hospital, they were ready to pull the plug, and I began to breathe on my own. Wow. Uh, So that's just the first. I've been sexually abused. Um, I've faced bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on and on. I mean, I've been left at the altar. left somebody at the altar. Um, but I think the biggest thing, and I love what Layman said earlier in the show, that you have to be hungry and you have to know your purpose. You have to know your mission, your mantle, and your mandate. And while you are here in this world, and that will always be bigger than the obstacles that will try to come your way. There's an anonymous quote out there that I use all the time which says, the only difference between a stumbling block and a stepping stone is how you choose to use it. Mm-hmm. Whereas others take the things that I've been through and they would use them as hindrances and and stumbling blocks, I see that as an opportunity for me to get my jump on and allow it to board me into my destiny. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Because so many, like you said, so many people, um, we all have our own stories. We all have our own uh, issues and, you know, things that happen in life, but like you said, you have to turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones because if you don't, you're just going to be stuck, you're going to be miserable, you're going to be depressed. And some people even take their own lives because 
of uh, their deep despair and hopelessness. So it's a choice. You have to decide to take those right. steps to overcome those, not to be, uh, quote, unquote, a statistic, a family statistic or a society statistic. You have to, if you have that burning desire, uh, you have to move on it. Like you said, you move the crowd. You've got to move in your life. Love, love it. Thank you for sharing. You have many books. What? How many books do you have, Darnia? Five of them that are are published. And last weekend I wrote a book mm-hmm. called Burn the Box. Mm-hmm. So that book will be published very soon. And then I'm working on book number seven. Wow. So you have five published. And your latest is Maximizing the Incredible You, correct? Correct. And it, it really talks about how you can stand out in any crowd. Um, and you give, like, uh, tips. But I love the first chapter. You give seven essential steps to maximizing the credible so that you can stand out. There's about four I wanted to discuss because I think these four are so critical to why people stay stuck in a rut or just live, uh, you know, they're they're okay with being okay, you know, mm-hmm. just good enough. Uh, you know, they're, they're at the top of the bottom of where they should really be in life. You know what I'm saying? And right. so um, – the first thing you say is to see the incredible. Explain that. See the incredible is about the realization of vision. My favorite book, mm-hmm. which is the Bible, says without vision the people will perish. A lot of times people want to go to Hosea where it says without knowledge the people perish. Mm-hmm. But you have to first be able to see it. And then I just want to point to one other scripture um, in it, in the Bible, and it's uh, in Ephesians. He will do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ever ask of or think. And I like to reference that because I believe nothing happens until somebody thinks something, and that thought is typically manifested in what you're able to see. So having the ability to have vision that supersedes where you are is absolutely essential. And I talk in the book about creating your own vision board and how that vision board is really going to become the visual manifestation of what it is that you would like to be encapsulated in your life. And so basically it it can't be general. You can't go – I've seen people's vision boards, and I have every client that works with me to create a vision board or at least to begin the process because it should take some time to really manifest what you want your vision to be. But you cannot be general. You have to be very specific. It has to be the house that you want to live in one day, the car that you want to drive. Because what happens is when we say to the universe, I want a car, Mm -hmm. I want a man, then we get a Pinto or a loser. (laughs) You got to be, right? We have to be absolutely clear on what it is that we want our vision to be. And we have to learn how to take a mental picture and then take that mental picture and translate it into first a visual representation and later a written representation, which I uh, tell my clients to create a manifestation book. And a manifestation book is taking the the vision that you see one step farther and really writing it out in exact detail of what you want. So down to the leather upholstery inside of the BMW X5 that you want to drive, what color is it? What does it smell like? Mm Mm-hmm. So that is how you really will be able to have that picture on the front of your mind. And when you have those moments in life, because I promise you they will happen, when you want to get, give up, it is that vision that will keep you alive to take it all the way back 
to the verse in Proverbs, which says, without vision, the people will perish. It's that vision that keeps you going, keeps you motivated, keeps you inspired and empowered to keep fighting every single day. Wow. I'm a visionary. You're a visionary. Um, And some people get vision mixed up. They just think they write it down. They create these specific vision boards, and then it's going to come by osmosis, Danielle. (laughs) What? <laughs> you know, that's you know, that's how I thought. I thought like that for years, you know, because that's one thing I think the church fails at. We 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 talk about faith, we talk about expectation, but we don't talk about the other part of faith, which is action. That's right. Because you have to move, you gotta do the incredible. Why do you think um uh, people because people get excited. Mm-hmm. New Year is going to come up. A lot of people are going to be excited. I got my slogans already uh, for 2010 <laughs> to motivate and empower and inspire people. But then by January 15th, Danielle, mm-hmm. people like the belief. You're giving them. You're giving them more time than I was. I was going to say you something know, about January. You know, I, I, I give. <laughs> I I do that. I give a, that little buffer. So I how you. you know they. We got the vision. We know about the vision. We make our board. We get in these groups and circles. We go to all these conferences, get the vision, but then we fit, let it fizzle, and we don't absolutely. Why do people do that? What What are some reasons that people do that, and how can they overcome them? Uh, that's a great question, and I just have to back up for just two seconds because I felt that I needed to share. Everybody wants to quote in the Bible faith without works is dead, but I don't think people really realize the significance of the work piece of it. You have to give God something to bless. So to go back to your point, you can visualize all day long, but if you are not, as Layman said, getting up, getting out, and going to get something, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to manifest your your vision. And what I see, there's four things that I wrote down to share. And the first one is fear. And albeit, I love the acronym that Lehman shared. I have my own because, you know, I'm Darnielle and I got to do things different. So my act for fear is fear fights every alternative to reality. Mm. So no matter what the reality is, fights every alternative to reality. Okay. Fear does not want you to see it the way that it really is. So that's the first reason. I'm afraid. And and that fear can be out of a result of low self-esteem, low self-confidence, uh, the incredible snatchers. Mm-hmm. Damon gave them a different name when he was talking about the young lady who wants to be a surgeon. Mm-hmm. But the incredible snatchers are those people who have been sent to negate all talent and confidence that has been earmarked and reserved for your success. Mm-hmm. That's my acronym for snatchers. Lack of planning. We have no idea how to do it, and therefore we don't. We just we just sit idle. And then the last one I would say, also Layman hit on, was we don't read enough. I believe that if you want to lead, you must read. And if you just read, if you wake up two hours earlier before you need to be somewhere, and you read for 30 minutes to an hour every single day, you will read a book a week. And I know it because this is what I do. 50 books a year, mm-hmm. and by the end of four years, you will have a Ph.D. and whatever it is you've been reading about. Yes, you will. Yes, and you will, you will increase your income by over 100% if you read just 30 minutes to an hour every single day. 
And we have that idle time every day. I don't care how many, how, bu- how busy we say we are. When we're waiting somewhere, uh, if you ride the bus or the train, you need to take a book. Um, and, yes, we do have audio books, but the written word is right. so powerful. And I'm a reader. I'm from old school. We didn't have audio books. We didn't have computers. We had to read. If I That's right. To know and here's the thought. thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I love, well, I'm not saying I personally love, but don't read the urban literature or the uh, sex me all night long kind of books. Read something that's going to add some value to your life. I, I tell my clients by to, with everything to measure it against the barometer. And if it is not adding value, if at any point in time you cannot stop and say, as you answer this question, is what I'm doing right now getting me to the completion of my vision? Mm-hmm. If you cannot say yes, then you need to stop doing it and find something else to do that is going to get you closer to the completion of the vision that you have for your life, for your family, for your job, your career, whatever it is. So if you're not being an active participant in your life, then life is passing you by. And that's where active, people wind active up. participant, because a lot of us uh, – we think we're participating, but really we're just riding somebody else's back. That's right. Actually. Life is passing us by because we have made the choice to allow it to do so. Instead of making that non-negotiable decision that we're going to be hungry, to go back to what Layman said earlier, and to do what we need to do. I believe that everything we want, if we want to stand out in a crowd, mm-hmm. it's on the, the other side of everything we are not willing to do to, to get it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because when so. you... We give somebody the tools as a coach. I know you, you deal with the same thing. When we tell somebody what they need to do to manifest what they want, they've got 10,000 excuses as to why they can't do that thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. What you want is on the other side of what you won't do to get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's so, I'm telling you, it's so much easier, you guys, to do what you're destined to do uh, mm-hmm. because life is going to be uh, peaceful uh, not say it's going to be you, that you're not going to have any problems, but when you do, it's going to be peaceful. You're going to be more fulfilled and satisfied, and you're going to be happier because you are doing what you were destined to do. It's a lot harder to avoid what your destiny is and to live beneath your potential because then that's when the, that uh, comparing yourself to others, the resentment, the jealousy, the envy, uh, isolating yourself, hanging around negative people, that's when those behaviors start, when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And then when we do all that, we love to make excuses for why uh, we can't do something. Danielle. Do you find that? A lot of people Absolutely. All, all day long. I, I did a video yet last evening. I probably talked to about six coaching clients yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got so fired up and frustrated that when I was all done, I sat, I got my flip video out and I did a video just on the law of attraction, just really brief about the fact that we are magnets and we attract to ourselves the things that we think and speak out of our mouth. I got so sick of yesterday hearing my clients tell me that they're broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You're going to always be broke if that's what you speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I just get tired of telling people, focus on the deposit, not on the withdrawal. Right, and and let's go back to that that reading, making that vision. And when you make that vision, you got to be specific. That means you have to know what you were created to do, and you have to know yourself. You got to know who you are, uh, and get in tune with the Creator, uh, because that's how you're going to get the vision. Now let's quickly move to I love inspect. 
the incredible inspect. And I want you to explain the difference between, because uh, you said also expect. I want you to explain right. the difference between inspect and expect the incredible. Inspect the incredible is doing the self-assessment to go beyond looking at the you in the mirror and really get to the good, the bad, and the ugly about yourself mm-hmm. and be willing to be transparent and honest with you because if you can't be honest with yourself, you're certainly not going to be honest with anyone else. And the problem is when you try to stand out in the crowd, they're going to know that you're a fake. Oh, oh, say that, say that again. <laughs> if you if you don't learn how to inspect the incredible and to be real and authentic with you, other people will be able to find you out. You think they don't know, but they know that you're a fake. Listen, you will you out in the crowd, right, but it won't listen. be the way you want. Imitation of Life is my favorite movie, but I don't yes. live it. But That's in right. that movie, she was trying to be something she was not, and everybody knew that she was not who she was right. trying to be. But she, you know, created an illusion because when you're trying to be something you're not, uh, you what you're not, then you create all these illusions and this a uh, life that nobody knows. Nobody knows my secret, and that's why people. Uh, are not trusting you, they're not confiding in you, they're not even sharing their dreams because you are an imitation and you're not the designer's original. So self-assessment. So that's the important part. That's the inspect part because these are self-assessment. And then the expect part is your your level of expectation to believe, to have faith enough, to know that the things that you say you want in your life that you want to manifest, to believe that they will happen. You might not know when they are going to happen, Mm -hmm. but I believe and I teach my clients that if you write down every day, as you start your day, you write down your your top ten goals every single day, you're reinforcing that in your subconscious mind so that that becomes what you think about and ultimately what you speak about. And then the ability to expect those incredible things to happen to your life, it just happens. So you, yeah. but you got before you can expect, you have got to inspect. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're expecting a bunch of hot mess. Hot, a, a hot, hot hell mess. That's right. Why I wrote the book, The Ninety Nine Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. Listen. I got it today. I can't <laughs> wait to start reading it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm glad you got. It. But listen, I love you said something. And I didn't have this written down, but you said. Whatever you speak, you attract. I know one thing I've done, and this goes to parents or even, uh, you know, other family members. I have a beautiful niece, Emery, uh, and a nephew, Trey. But Emery, she's um, three. She just turned three. But since she was six years, six months old, I've been saying, you're beautiful. And I play the song Beautiful by Fantasia. And now I'm talking, mm-hmm. you're, instead of saying, you're so smart, or you're so intelligent, I say, you're brilliant. And now I notice that she even says, beautiful and brilliant, ain't he? I said, yes, mm-hmm. you are. And so when we say something to somebody else, they start believing, especially young people, and then they start believing themselves, and then they start saying it. So it's very important as Absolutely. parents, that, as adults, that we encourage people uh, as our young people so that they can start saying the incredible at young ages so they don't have to spend a lifetime, uh, you know, living uh, beneath their potential. Let's talk about do the incredible because, you know, that is the missing part. And you close that chapter with do the incredible because we can make the vision. We can inspect it. We can even plan it. Um, but when it comes to putting those those words that talk in that walk, Darnielle, 
People don't do it. They, you know, that's the end of it. Like, if you're not going to actually walk it out, mm-hmm. what, what was the reason why you would go through all those other steps? And that's where people get lost. We can, and we, you know, everybody's a dreamer, and it's okay to be a dreamer, but you can't stop with the dream. You have got to add the action and make it happen for yourself. So what's the point if you're not going to be like Nike and just do it? Right. You might as well just sit home and twiddle your, your thumbs all day and let the life, let the world pass you by. Yeah, let it pass you by. Do it. Do the incredible. And also, I love your concept. And you need is your book available on Amazon? It's on Amazon, and autographed copies are available on Darnielle.com. And Darnielle.com. But you talk about this concept wide, and that's in Plan the Incredible. Briefly explain that the wide concept. Absolutely. Well, we hear all the time that when we – planning the incredible is about the goal-setting process, and we hear all the time that goals need to be, to be smart. Well, I believe that in addition to being smart, they need to be wide, and wide stands for workable, mm-hmm. intuitive, destined, and excellent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to break that down further, what I mean by that, a workable plan means that you can condi- commit to doing something every single day to make it happen. Every day. Every day. Intuitive means that you've taken the time to really think it out. We go back to the, everything goes back to the six inches in between our ears. <laughs> yes. About thinking. You know, nothing happens until somebody thinks something. So an intuitive plan means that it is well thought out. You've taken the time to position yourself to achieve that goal. A destined plan means that you know your purpose. You've consulted your maker because the maker of a thing determines the purpose of a thing. And so you've consulted your maker, and it aligns with your passion, abundance, confidence, and expectation when it is destined. And then lastly, um, the excellence piece of it means that you're going to do it with honesty, integrity, and discipline. Mm-hmm. You are going to stick to it no matter what, hell or high water, no matter what happens. I think the, don't, the poem Don't Quit says it's when your heart is hit that you must not quit. Mm-hmm. And that's what a, a plan that is done in excellence is all about, that honesty with yourself and others, the integrity that I can believe in what it is that you're planning to do and that you're committed to making it happen. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So true. You got to commit to it. And a lot of people are commitment phobics um, mm. because when you commit to it, it, that's when that discipline has to come in, the sacrifice. What laymen talk about, uh, re, uh, restructuring your group. You got to mm-hmm. get, you know, away from some people. And a lot of us like being in our comfort zone instead of, you know, going out and being outstanding being the person God created us to be. So this maximizing the incredible you, how to stand out in any crowd. It's not just for business people, is it? It's a no, life it's for anybody. It's, it's about the realization of your purpose and how, how to, to ensure that your purpose comes alive so that other people can know. I have the quote on the front of the book says, if you are the bomb, but nobody knows it, you will blow up by yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. other people ought to be able to feel the impact of your explosion, and that's whatever it is. So, you know, maybe your gift, your passion is dance, and so you come home from school or work every single day and you dance around the house. Mm-hmm. Well, are, how you know, is that really serving other people? Mm-hmm. How can other people benefit from the passion that you have? Because if God gave you a purpose, 
then other people are to benefit because your purpose is not even about you. It's about other people. And so how can you maximize who you are? How can you maximize the incredible? And this book is, it's a follow-up to my my signature book for my company, which is called The Incredible You. It can stand alone. It's about marketing. It's about networking. It's about branding. Right. But it can also be a direct compliment because The Incredible You is is that self-assessment, that inspect the incredible process. Mm-hmm. It's dealt with in, in great detail in The Incredible You as well as the, the 16 principles that I highlight that as you begin to apply them to your life using my PACE method, you will, be, you will become and, and unleash the incredible that is locked inside of you right now. Yeah. I like what you said. If you are the bomb and nobody knows that you're going to blow it by yourself. It's called, uh, I know Joyce Meyer did a, a, a talk one time about exponential growth and how we need to multiply and birth other people for us to grow. And uh, that is, I mean, that's life. I mean, if you're doing you know, you're trying to, uh, you're being successful, but you're not helping anybody. I mean, you don't have to start a business. You don't have to write a book. But if you know somebody who needs something, uh, you need to tell them the information. Hook it. Make those connections. Hook them up with the people they need to, because, you know, especially women, we know people. We know people who need certain things, and we know where they can get it. But oftentimes we don't share that information, and we stifle people's destinies and growth. So just simply sharing information, making connections with people uh, is how you birth and you start to grow and stand out in any crowd. Danielle, you have been dynamic as I expected. Thank you very much. I want you, first of all, I want you to give out your contact information and some great events that you have coming up. So give that out real quick. Okay, right. we can be reached at www.darnyell.com. That's the simplest way. D A R N as in Nancy, Y E L L E.com. And you can get everything there. So we'll just leave you with that. Events that are coming up. Actually, tomorrow we are hosting an incredible power transformational sleepover retreat 20 hours of transformation. We are going to shift mindsets. People will not be the same when they leave this event. 20 hours, and it's, we're not going to be up all night. People are like, are you going to not allow people to sleep? No, we're going to have fun, but we are really going to stretch the six inches in between your ears. That's this weekend, October 9th and 10th in Philadelphia. November the 7th, I am doing my next empowerment event, the fourth one for the year, and it's called Handle Your Business with Incredible Power. Power is an acronym that stands for position, optimism, wealth, expectation, and resilience in relationships. And I am being joined by the absolutely incredible Linda Dillard from Power in Progress. And uh, she's got a a new book out coming soon called The CEO Factor. And we're just going to have an incredible time. And we've got some special male guests coming because it's a, the first workshop that I'm doing this year that is especially for both men and women. So that's going to be pretty powerful. We'll be doing Burn the Box in January in Delaware. And then we're taking the Passionista Power Tour on the road. Mm-hmm. And so we will be coming to cities near, near you. We're going to Chicago, Houston, Atlanta, Charlotte, New York, and L.A. in 2010. We're doing Passionista Power. And a Passionista is where your passion meets distinction in your life and business. Wow. Awesome. You got a lot of things going on. Uh, and 
he didn't tell about your show. Didn't. We, uh, I'm the host of An Incredible Moment with Darnielle, and our mission is to bring incredible people before you to empower and coach you on the areas of your life. Uh, last evening we had at Houston, still coming this month, we have April Stallworth, uh, Coach Jamie Rahatafax, and Delatoro McNeil, mm-hmm. who is definitely a mentor of mine, as I heard Layman share as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I were on TV together in July, and um, we're excited. It's outrageously incredible October on an incredible moment with Darnielle. Wow. Listen, um, last nuggets of wisdom. We want people to stand out in any crowd, move from being just okay to becoming outstanding. Well, one nugget of wisdom that you can uh, leave with our listeners tonight, Miss Darnielle. Absolutely. I would love for your listeners to learn how to focus on mental protein and mental candy. And what I mean to break that down is spend more time reading or listening to empowerment CDs in your car and spend less time watching television on Facebook mm-hmm. unless you're using it for business. Again, ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now getting me closer towards the manifestation of my vision? And if you cannot say yes, stop it and grab a book. Stop it and grab a book. Or if you're a writer, you need to write that book because some of us procrastinate with books. Listen, Darnell, you've been dynamic, and we're going to tune in. And I want you to visit uh, Darnell.com. Tune into her wonderful and incredible show every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. And check out some of the incredible stuff you're doing. Thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, I'm going to follow up with you later, okay? Okay, take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. You guys, we had two dynamic guests who taught you how to move from being just okay to becoming outstanding. And all I can say is Layman said it just so wonderfully. Get up, get out, and get it together. Uh, And Danielle said you have to see the incredible, inspect the incredible, plan the incredible, do the incredible, and doing means you have to become an active participant in your life. Listen, next week we're talking about, uh, uh, we're still in our series, but we're going to talk about uh, serious issues next week. We're talking about breast cancer. We have two breast cancer survivors on next week, and we're going to talk about domestic violence and sexual abuse. And my girl from St. Louis, Sherlyn Vaughn, will be uh, on talking about that. We have Nina Stum, and uh, I forgot the last lady, I am so awful, but tune in next week at 7 p.m. to Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, We had a lot of great things coming up for the rest of the year. Uh, November is Give It Up, Turn It Loose month, and December we're seeing stars. We got some fabulous people lined up. I'm not even going to tell you, but I'm telling you this. If you want to become a sponsor, December would be the month to do it. Um, Listen, visit TanyaWhite.com. Get the 99 males who make your life a living hell, or you can get it from Amazon.com. But if you order from TanyaWhite.com, you're going to get an autographed copy and a free gift. I have some fantastic workshops to go with along with that book. So if you want me on your show to talk about some of those topics or to be a speaker at your next event, uh, please visit TanyaWhite.com. I got the Kings of Chaos. Uh, girl, you're worth more than that. Uh, why is he so obsessed with me? And if it isn't love, then why is he really with me? And a whole list of others. Listen, we 
loved that you took the time out to tune in. We're going to close out with Mary J. Because one thing we know, if you're going to be outstanding, you've got to remember to become the MVP in your own life, whether people like it or not. You've got to be your own most valuable player so that you can become outstanding. Listen, we're closing out with Mary J. Tune in next week. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Go ahead.